Hi, I'm Liz, and we are The Research Room. We're a space to make research by the people, for the people. Today, we're going to have Alex talk about another one of his papers. Um, This one's entitled Initial Examination of Social Compensation and Honing Frameworks for Sexual Minority Social Life and Well-Being. That is a very long title. (laughs) Do you want to just tell us about uh, the paper? Give us like a brief introduction. Yeah, I can do that, uh, hopefully. Um, But actually, I was just laughing while you were doing the introduction. I was just like, is this whole podcast just going to be me talking about my own research like that? No, hopefully I don't do that. Like that would be ridiculous. That's why we have you on as a guest to tell us about your research. (laughs) No, I want to highlight other people's research. Uh, They do much better things than I do. Um, So I did, I promise I did not make this whole thing just so I can talk about my own research. Oh, I forgot to say why we're doing this. Oh, Mm. (laughs) we should just (laughs) No, no. Okay. Let's keep this going. Okay. Why are we doing this? (laughs) Why are we doing I feel like we've majorly failed at this already. Mm -mm. No failing. Keep going. Okay. Okay. So we're doing this because of Pride Month. So we usually don't do a podcast every week, but we figured, hey, with Pride going on, we actually have this paper that's relevant in terms of the content. So let's talk about it. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I have nothing to add to that, actually. That was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) My intro to the intro. Wonderful. (laughs) Um, So as far as this paper goes, uh, as Liz said, um, this, I think, really highlights some of the the positives of uh, same-gender relationships that I think really never (laughs) get shown uh, to light. Um, I don't know of anything that looks at this um, or finds anything like this and that's just because people haven't put the time to look at this um and that's not like shade (laughs) to researchers (laughs) maybe a little (laughs) bit i mean (laughs) it's warranted right um but yeah this was the first study looking at this kind of stuff um so uh we were just kind of curious about like what are the daily lives like uh for i mean for all types of couples um but of course a natural distinction here is um uh who you might be partnered with so are you a man partnered with a woman are you a man partnered with another man are you a woman uh, with another woman are you a woman with a man um so having all these different types uh, of people within these different types of couples um we can see i mean are there differences and and not only that of course but are there similarities and that's probably the the bigger looming question i think is um we don't want to just like show like hey everyone is just different like (laughs) there are things that like still uh, bind all of us right like our relationships the same across all these uh different kinds of relationships um I don't know. Like, I keep wanting to just say the answer, but am I allowed to say the answer yet? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was going to go into that next, but first I just mm. wanted to say though, yeah, it's so important. And I totally agree with that because we tend to say like, oh, there's differences among couple types. We typically just study heterosexual couples. So the fact that this research is like looking at different couple types, that's like a huge feat in itself. So good job. Yes, it is, but it shouldn't be. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, um, but no, I'm glad that uh, there does seem to be more research now. Um, I mean, especially when we started this, there was like nothing. And like and now there's there seems to be a little bit more. Um, so uh, people are um, definitely trying their best to, to uh, highlight 
um, different types of, of couples and not just make uh, research about a certain type of couple um, and Definitely. for really ridiculous reasons. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I won't get into that just yet. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to tell us actually now um, like what the point of this was, like this study um, in terms of like doing the research, like what can we actually conclude from our findings, what actually, what were the findings, <laughs> yeah. first of all? Uh, so, uh, yeah, kind of as I was mentioning, like we were interested in the daily interactions uh, of couples. Um, so within that, uh, we wanted to see like, I mean, are there differences uh, when it comes to the couples? Um, so um, what we ended up finding was, uh, <laughs> and, and kind of like positively, right? Uh, that um, same gender couples ended up with the better interactions. And so that was all like from their own perspective perspective of course like this who's to say that like what's objective and like what's subjective but like enough people like said the same thing over and over again uh that like their interactions are better um <clears throat> they didn't even say that it was better we just uh they separately <laughs> had their interactions right it's not like they were comparing we ended up comparing after yeah. the fact um but uh yeah, uh, when it came to like quality of interactions, um, it was just, it was slightly um, higher when it came to uh, men with men and women with women compared to men with women and women with men. Um, so uh, that was one thing, uh, which is great. Um, and then we had uh, two other things, which is, um, I, I think I'll sum up as um, same gender couples ended up being happier. Uh, so that is, they felt more positive emotions and they felt like uh, less negative emotions. Um, and this was also just kind of like throughout the day. Uh, so we always, um, we, I mean, we uh, bothered people, <laughs> put it lightly, um, quite a bit, um, where we ended up texting them 11 times over a weekend. And, oh, that's uh, a lot. Those, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's quite a few times. Um, and that, that was not it. Um, they were also being recorded. And <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things. Happening Did you study. ask for their social security numbers <laughs> and everything else? Um, not social security, just bank account. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> um, I, oh, all the stories I could tell from this, um, uh, sorry, I'm all over the place with this answer. I'm sorry. No, this is fascinating that you were able to like, you know, not recruit them, but like ask like so many times to like get them to participate. Like that's right. good. Good yeah, in a way. I think for the most part, people weren't annoyed. Like some people were like, okay, this is, this is a lot, but like my partner's into it. So I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so 11 texts throughout uh, the weekend, um, and we did this two separate weekends, um, separated by month. So like, if we were to do it in June, we would do it again in July, um, just to see like, are these findings reliable? And so we, uh, uh, in those text messages, we wanted to see <clears throat> who are they interacting with? Um, so are they interacting with friends, uh, with family members, or their partner? And then uh, if they were just interacting with somebody, what was the quality of that interac interaction like? Um, was it generally positive or generally negative? Um, and so uh, when they answered that question, um, same gendered couples ended up uh, rating it, their interactions higher um, and like slightly, and maybe I'll talk about that as well, um, that it's not a huge difference, but like enough of a difference where we could reliably find that there was a difference, right? Right. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, that, that's what they did there. And then they did the same thing for um, their emotions. Um, how positive are they feeling? How negative are they feeling? Just kind of throughout the day. Um, and in that way, we could also see like when it comes to these different interactions and for these different people in their lives, um, 
what is it like, right? Like maybe, maybe you could end up finding, um, like for certain people, uh, maybe they really don't like um, their family members. Uh, and like, that's reliably just always worse than like with friends or with their partner. Um, which actually, I mean, <laughs> again, positively enough, we're like, uh, we didn't find that. Um, it, it tended to be like, I mean, these couples were all very happy in general. So like they had good interactions, like kind of uh, all around. That's good. Um, of course, that's not going to be the case uh, for everyone. And uh, by no means is that like, <laughs> can I generalize that to everyone? But um, at least for the sample, uh, it, these were very like high quality kind of like relationships. Yeah, I was actually wondering if you wanted to speak a little bit more about that. So like the mm. the paper talks about like two um, processes, right? Or like mm. frameworks for this. So one is uh, honing. <laughs> I was like, how do I say that? Um, <laughs> and the second is social compensation, right? So do you want to speak briefly like about what those two things are, what they mean? Yes. Um, so social compensation, um, that is basically saying that like, <clears throat> if you don't have people around you that you can like turn to um you compensate by going to your partner uh so <clears throat> if you don't have good family members that you can talk to you don't have good friends to talk to um you will then turn like all of your attention and your energy toward your partner and you want to compensate for the lack of all these other ties that like we probably should be having for like healthy balanced um lives um and then when it comes to the honing uh, sort of thing that is more like um you uh you are purposefully selecting small a small number of people that you want to keep close um so you you could talk to all of your friends you could talk to all of your family um and you could talk to your partner um but you you uh, end up spreading it out because like you have good people in all these different like sectors of, of your life um so maybe they don't all make it um and uh, for various reasons um Actually, maybe I will talk about those reasons right now because uh, that's pretty important for, um, yeah. for this topic. Um, so, I mean, of course, when it comes to like the coming out process um, for, for same gendered um, couples, like that is unfortunately not always a positive experience. Um, right. I'm not going to say it's always negative either, um, but like, unfortunately, it isn't always positive. Um, at least not currently uh, in our society. So um, when it comes to that, like uh, you can you can have to socially compensate because you don't have supportive family. You don't have supportive friends. Maybe they are all homophobic or whatever, um, or just at least not accepting of uh, your, your partner. Um, so if that is the case, then maybe you only get to talk to your partner and uh, you, you really have to rely on them for all the support, all of the like ups and downs of life. Um, or, uh, maybe you get to be a little bit more in control and like, you get to hone people out, like, <laughs> yeah. um, your unsupported friends and family, you're making the choice, like, Hey, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Uh, I will find my, my own family. Um, which is like, um, I mean, that, that's definitely, um, family is not always blood, you know, right, it can be exactly. just the socially supportive people in your life. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, also just quickly interject that like for this um, study, we ended up finding more evidence for the honing kind of process rather than the social compensation sort of thing. Um, and just generally, just because um, for all these couples, it wasn't that like 
friends and family were bad uh, for um, same gender couples. It was really that like everything was good. Uh, so they, it's likely, uh, and I don't have complete evidence for this. I would definitely want to be able to like test this further, but um, yeah. it would definitely like lend itself toward like the conclusion that um, if these are all positive, then maybe they're being a little bit more selective with who they're keeping close to them and who they're interacting with, like at least on the everyday kind of like life, right? Um, sometimes you're forced into uh, negative uh, kind of situations. Like if you do have unsupported family, maybe you do have to go back home for some reason. Like hopefully you don't catch them on that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. But it makes sense though, right? Mm -hmm. From like a, you know, a practical standpoint that, you know, if you have negative people around you, right? In terms of like honing, you're going to be, you're going to like be more selective about the people that are in your life. Like Mm -hmm. say you have negative family members, they don't agree with what you're doing, your life choices with that, right? It would make sense that you're going to rely more on your partner. You're going to be associated with people like from your community that understand what you're going through, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, in or out of your community, right? Like, uh, yeah. they're, they're luckily supportive people <laughs> across the board. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that um, absolutely um, that that honing sort of thing is just like it's a, it's important, uh, and it, it's something that. Um, again, kind of unfortunately, but like there's a silver lining to it, I guess, uh, of like, this is very uh, common uh, within LGBTQ um, uh, individuals, um, but like, this could easily just be like something we all kind of learn to do, right? Like <laughs> to kind of like shed <laughs> the, the negativity out of our lives. Um, yeah. it's, it's a little bit more forced in circumstances in, in, in the case of LGBTQ individuals, but um, it, it's, I think, Personally, uh, but I don't have evidence for this, uh, but I think personally, <laughs> well, actually, no, uh, I, I will take that back a little bit because I mean, definitely in like, in therapy, right? Like that kind of um, in, in like in evidence-based practices too, right? Like it's not just like the therapists are making this stuff up, um, right. <clears throat> but like they, I mean, they often tell you like, you can try to like communicate and like, um, uh, fix those kinds of like relationships, um, or you distance yourself from that, right? Like you put you up boundaries to, right. <laughs> with those people. Exactly, um, and and that kind of stuff. Like it's it's healthy for your mental and physical health. Um, but I, I I'm gonna stop blabbering on. <laughs> I mean, I have so many questions. I don't even know where to begin now. <laughs> I think the the first one is that you know you found all these like positive outcomes, so to speak. Mm. Um, you know with. Uh, sexual minority couples, couple types. So can we say then, you know, because of the study and because of the findings that they're better than Mm. heterosexual couples? Like what, what can we actually conclude (laughs) from this research? Yeah. And I would say absolutely not. Um, because, uh, there's no certain type of person, uh, or like couple that like is always going to be better than like everyone else. Like that, like, that's just, that's unrealistic. Um, I, I think, right. Um, I think there are possibly going to be positive and negatives that come up in every relationship, right? And sometimes um, those negatives will outweigh the the positives, but like that cuts across the board uh, as well, right? Like it's not that all straight couples are bad. (laughs) Um, And like even even from our city, right? Like those were really good like couples still, like they were very happy. They were very um, high in interaction quality and things like that, Um, just slightly lower 
men, um, men with men or women with women. Where did you actually get these couples? So now I'm kind mm. of curious too, because they were so happy and satisfied. I'm just like wondering like how you recruited them. Do you want to speak a little bit more about like the methods and recruitment? Mm. Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, uh, it was quite uh, a lot of energy uh, to, to do the study. Um, worth it, of course, but like it was a lot. Um, so uh, for for four years, I was trying my best to get as many couples uh, into study as possible. Um, and even then, like it wasn't necessarily that many. Um, just uh, kind of given like our uh, methodology, like it, it's a pretty intensive methodology. Like we wanted super rich data to answer these kind of more general questions. Yeah. Um, so just kind of like given that, um, and then also like the added kind of things of like, uh, we wanted this to only be with like committed couples. Um, so this couldn't include like dating couples. This couldn't include anyone that like, if it was long distance sort of thing, like they had to be living together. They had to be living together for at least a year. Um, and uh, like in this more like marriage-like kind of uh, relationship, if not actually married. So very um, specific <clears throat> criteria there. So like that ex- Definitely. Right. Exactly. Um, so that excludes a lot of people. Um, uh like off the bat right so just finding these couples um was difficult and then finding people who are willing to be recorded uh and not just one person but both people uh and then also that (laughs) knowing that they would be getting all these text messages and like things like that 11 times Uh, from you i mean um did they have a life outside the study yes they definitely did but like maybe you wouldn't think it uh like hearing the uh, how intensive the the method was with this um so yes uh, this was all over southern california so like there's also bias there right like california in general is a little bit more open when it comes to um these matters uh it's it's not like the deep south (laughs) or anything like that um where you do get uh, a little bit more like discrimination harassment um and these kinds of things uh, based on sexual orientation. Um, not to say that that doesn't happen in Southern California, but like uh, comparing <laughs> the, the, two, the two locations. <laughs> there is a difference. Um, and there's absolutely a difference. Um, so uh, there's like that sort of thing. Um, but uh, I mean, even then, like I, I was all over the place. Like I was in Palm Springs. I was in uh, Riverside. I was in Orange County. I was in LA. Like I was in San Diego. Like, wow, you were just <laughs> traveling everywhere to get these people. <laughs> yes, I really was. Um, I yeah, uh, any any way that I could, I um, I, I, I convinced people <laughs> that hey, this is worthwhile it for is. science and for society. Um, so uh, yeah, I I mean I was lucky enough to like just kind of meet and like talk to people and like build that rapport uh and I mean luckily also people were just like interested uh in this kind of stuff um probably because too you're like the first study right to actually mm. like look at this specifically so I would imagine telling people hey this is what we're doing we're like one of the first that's obviously going to make them interested and like want to participate Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, not nearly as much as I wanted, but <laughs> definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's that's basically it, though. Um, I, although I guess I will also say uh, very shortly um, that when it came to these um, couples, like they were also across the board with like 
their backgrounds. Um, it wasn't just like uh, the same kind of couple, like same, whatever that means, quote unquote. Um, but like in, as far as age goes, as far as uh, education goes, as far as income goes, um, as far as ethnicity goes, like there's um, really <laughs> all over the place uh, and like in a, in a good way, right? Like, yeah. um, because then you can be a little bit more generalizable with this. Um, my youngest couple was 18 and my oldest couple was like 80 something. Uh, so so definitely really... <laughs> a difference for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, mostly thirties, forties, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but with so what you're much. saying about like culture, you know, like there might be different mm. like cultures and stuff. I feel like that would be really interesting to do like a follow-up study. I'm just thinking mm. on the fly to just like look and see like, you know, would there be less positive relationship quality or things like that? Um, you know, if there's like an interracial couple, right. And you have mm. sexual, you're a sexual minority status. So I feel like those added layers, right. Maybe there could yeah. be those complications and that could, you know, um, be associated with maybe not so like awesome, uh, whatever your outcome was, I'm like forgetting what it is now. <laughs> there were so many, uh, that's that, the problem. Right. <laughs> yes, um, when it came to like interaction quality or to positive negative emotions, like absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so I I do think that like there is something maybe general and this is again, like this is not necessarily because I have evidence for this, but uh, I do think that this might be something that we kind of tapped into here is that, uh, and sort of what I was talking about earlier um, because of your question of like, the idea of honing in general, like if, if we all sort of did that, like, I think we would all be sort of happy. <laughs> um, yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> but I mean, easier said than done as well, right? Like it's very hard to like potentially cut people off and be like isolated too, right? Like what if you don't find <laughs> the people that are going to be supportive? Like that is not a good place to be either necessarily. Yeah. Um, Especially in the midst I... of a global pandemic. I yes. mean, granted this was four years ago or whatever, <laughs> but still nowadays. <laughs> Right. Uh, I mean, uh, it was a different type of pandemic back then, uh, but uh, I can, <laughs> I'm not going to speak on that. Um, so uh, what, what was I saying? Um, <laughs> I lost track of what we were saying. <laughs> we just got so involved in it, you oh, know? So uh, the idea of honing. Um, yes. I, I think that that could be like a really good thing. Um, it just so happens again that like, it's a little bit more forced um, in the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Um, but for any couple that did this and that did this instead of the social compensation sort of thing and like really relied on their partner, like there's, our, there's definitely research on that, um, that like if you just rely on your partner, if you don't have other sources of social support, um, like that is, that's not good right? Like right. You, you can't just, <laughs> you need to be a well-balanced person. person and like have multiple people in your life that you go to that offer you support for sure. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Everyone has like different unique things that they can like add uh, to these, um, these like, uh, everyday, just like life experiences. Um, so I think there's like that kind of idea. And then there's also like, I mean, this is very tied to it, but it, the idea of like community, right? But like, it went, the more like community oriented you are, the less that you have to rely on your partner, and like the less of a letdown your partner will be as well. Like, <laughs> if you well, hopefully you don't can't... see your partner that way as a letdown because you probably shouldn't be with them. <laughs> but <Yeah>. hey, 
but there are going to be certain uh, things that your partner will undoubtedly let you down on. Yes, um, that is that is life. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can get that from a friend, if you can get that from a family member, like more power to you than like you don't have to like keep nagging your partner to like, hey, why don't you do this already? Like, no, you don't have to. Like, you can right. just appreciate them for the positive qualities that they give and then go somewhere else for those other things. Exactly. Um, so... I think that's maybe uh, a general thing that we might be tapping into here. Um, so uh, back to your idea of culture. That's why we were talking about this. <laughs> I forgot my my original <laughs> question, of course. <laughs> um, in, in, the, uh, in that idea, um, if you end up having to cut people out because of how unsupportive they are, which is... Um, I mean, it, that happens very frequently um, in communities of color. Um, and uh, for various reasons but um if you do have to cut off your parents if you do have to cut off like other siblings or cousins or whatever right um and you are kind of isolated like you you kind of have to end up doing that more social uh, compensation sort of thing and like I'm also not going to say that that doesn't work, right? Like that, it could work. Um, and especially yeah. like in, in, if it's more dire like circumstances, um, like, yeah, I mean, some support is better than no support, I would say. Um, so, and that also probably just depends on like, do you have other resources? Like, are you at least like financially stable and like with things like that, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe you can live that life then. Um Actually, I mean, money is probably the biggest predictor and everything, but that's definitely another podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's not everything, but I mean, it is kind of important, you know. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think you probably would see social compensation happening in more um, in different types of relationships when it comes to like if we if we could sample more from like uh, ethnic minorities, um, let's they potentially would see more of the social compensation thing and we would have to see like does that end up working out or not um who knows uh this could go a lot of different ways um and for interesting though there should be another study to look at that specifically yeah uh, i would love that um as as diverse as uh, southern california is like it's not it's still not that diverse uh like there's more diversity to be had um and like going outside of the United States as well like there's so many different other like cultural aspects that could be tapped into yeah definitely (laughs) I mean I have so many questions still um but I'm wondering with time maybe we should just like have you tell us like a general thing um something that you just want to leave the public with that they know about this paper Yes, um, I, I think you're right that uh, the, the people have heard enough <laughs> of me. I've taken up so much of this episode. No. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think it's something to be like hopeful about. Um, and I think especially for uh, anyone who is feeling marginalized, is feeling ostracized by society and like feels like uh, maybe they don't have a place um, here, right? Like I, I, I think uh, you can be a little bit more optimistic knowing that like it's not all so bad, uh, potentially. Um, yeah. That um, like a good, good relationship with a good social network, uh, like that, that absolutely, um, could help you like, not just get to like a good, um, like a uh, place of well-being, but like potentially also better than like what we thought was already like the gold standard. Right. right. Um, 
so uh yeah um there's 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 more to look forward to um there um and uh, oh, i don't know i don't know what else i should actually say here like i could go on for like 10 more minutes and i shouldn't at all um, no but that's about- like a positive message you know that i feel like is more awareness of these issues you know comes up and people start talking about it hopefully that will kind of you know help people have better relationship quality feel more positive emotions because nobody should ha- like be made to feel bad right about who they love things like that so mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's no crazy difference uh, that you, um, maybe parts of society would have uh, expected uh, from like this. Like, I, I would probably say more than anything, there's more similarities uh, than differences. Um, and that's like a whole other part of this paper that I didn't get into. Um, but even just talking about like some of these interaction quality or emotion sort of things, like again, the numbers were so close to each other. Um, they were signi- uh, statistically different, um, but okay. like practically they were basically the same. Like a four out of five is kind of a four out of five, like a 4.5 compared to a 4.2. Like it's yeah. pretty close. It's right about um, there. <laughs> they're both at least over four, right? Like yeah. I would not complain about either of those. <laughs> no. <laughs> um so uh, yeah, there's there's that kind of thing that like there's probably more similarities than anything else. Um, of course, there are going to be nuances, and not just like f- comparing across different sexual orientation, but like for any couple, uh, there are going to be differences. Um, but this happens to be just like one uh, one major one that like we kind of want to dispel, uh, and like in some ways we were able to like, have that preliminary evidence that there's more similarity than anything else. Well, that's awesome. That's an awesome way to end this discussion. <laughs> Um, now what do we need to tell the public <laughs> next week's podcast? Yeah, basically, uh, we'll actually, we'll, uh, st- start to stick to a schedule here, I think, <laughs> but maybe we'll end up just, <laughs> we're going to strive for consistency. That's yes. what we're aiming for. <laughs> um, but we, we will definitely have another podcast episode next week. Um, and then finally you don't have to like, just listen to me talk. Like I'm going to be <laughs> on the other side of this. I'll be asking questions. Liz will be answering some questions here. Wonderful. Um, talking about, uh, well, actually more talking about, uh, romantic relationships. Um, but a whole different side of things that I I did not cover any of the things that <laughs> Liz will Yeah, you didn't about. talk about actor or partner effects. Well, that mm-hmm. will be next week. <laughs> yes, none of that. No attachment, uh, no insecurity, uh, none of that. Um, but uh, that's why that's why next week exists. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for tuning in, and mm-hmm. uh, we will see you next week. Hopefully. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye. The sun will be